0: Waves chopped at the boat sides. Wind kicked up sea spray, drenched the supplies through canvas tarps. We traveled north along the coast of the island. A cluster of rocks rose before us. I called out to veer to open water. The old man spoke for the first time then, a throaty chortle that was meaningless to me. The trapper understood. He says keep close to shore through here. What you say? The boats rose, teetered on the waves, carried us towards the rocks. That's what he says, keep close in. I looked to where the old man perched in the bow. His vest flapped in the wind. His eyes were wild, and he grinned, or grimaced, I could not tell. It's no good, Tillman hollered into the wind. I had to agree. The waves would dash the rowboats to bits against the rocks. Why bring the old man if not to guide us? He had known these bays and inlets all his long life. The Eaks said he could get us to the mainland. Our boats threatened to turn sidelong to the swells. Waves broke over the gunnels. Do as he says, I called, head in. I had no time to regret my order. The sea took us like driftwood and threw us to the rocks. We scraped our way past the outcroppings, only to be swept up by whirlpools at the base of the island cliffs. The boats rotated, heaved, and creaked. Salt spray blinded us. I thought I heard the old Eak cackle from the bow. Perhaps it was the gulls. What kind of madman laughs as he drowns? I cannot say how long we battled the sea and cliff face. Tillman stood at his stern, shoved his oar to the cliff to lever the boat. Even his considerable strength was no match for the sea. Pruitt howled as his hand was smashed between bow and rock. Samuelson let out a string of curses like none I have heard before. When at last we freed ourselves from the roiling current, we pulled at the oars until our hearts would burst.